We here again. You can't make this up. Podcast, Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, A hey, Dizzle, episode two oh nine. Two oh nine, man. I figure we go ahead and just get the sad shit out the way. Let's get all vibes <sighs> from this week out the way before we have a little bit of fun later on in the pod. That cool with y'all? Absolutely. Sounds like a plan. All right, so. We'll do a little timeline here. Last Sunday, after we recorded the pod, around 5 o'clock, Jacob Blake from Kenosha, Wisconsin, goes to a barbecue with his kids. Uh, gets into a little situation, tries to break up a fight between two females. Police are called to the scene. Then that's that, when... Damn, man, so that, that dropped right after the podcast? We didn't talk about that last week? No. Damn. Mm-mm. Happened around 5 o'clock on Sunday. Yep. That seemed like so long ago. Right, because so much has happened in one week. You right about that, yeah. So, apparently, he breaks up the, tries to break up the fight. He's trying to leave after police is called. Police is there. They get into a scuffle situation with Jacob Blake. He basically gets away from them and is trying to get to his car to, you know, some reports say leave. Some reports say go for a knife. Yada, 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 depending on who you believe. During all that, a police officer shoots Jacob Blake in the back seven times at point blank range. Currently, Jacob mm. Blake paralyzed. Uh, it was reported that he was handcuffed to his bed in the hospital. Where was y'all at with everything with that part of it? The whole shooting of Jacob Blake in the back seven times. Man, I was full blown heartbroken to see that. Just to see, to see how number one, it, the way I consume this now, the way I be like, the way my mind works with this stuff be. I know what it's like to be in these little groups. I call them um, like first responders, cops, whatever. These little groups, man. They they you don't want to be the one that like fail the training or or don't do it right and be the laughing stock of the group for the week. Like, that's a hard thing for people to deal with, right? But what it looked like to me was the black dude was whipping the white dude's ass. He stands up. He about to leave because he didn't want to be a part of this. And the cops, now they're about to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they gangster strap, you know, hand turned, got the guns out. He go around to get in the car to leave, shoot him, right? Seven times in the back. You don't know he has a quote-unquote knife underneath the floorboard at that time. You just got your ass. You tried to tase this man, and he, uh-uh-uh, I'm out of here. I, that ain't fuck with me. Like, so the way I consume that, it just be like, they don't want to be the laughing stock. Mm-hmm. They, they do something way over top, and now we deal with this, but it's always <clears> against <throat> us. It's never against them. We watch videos all the time, and this week videos have surfaced how white on white get arrested versus white on black. And it's just got to a point where it's like, it's, it's just hard to consume this shit. It, it gets your b- blood boiling and just mm-hmm. all the way just foul. You know, there's no other way to say it, just foul. Yeah, man. My first fucking, um, my first thoughts was after hearing the report, saying that uh, he was breaking up a fight or whatever. My first question is, at what point did this go sour to where the police is is now targeting Jacob Blake? Like, at what point was he the interest? We didn't, we didn't hear nothing about them coming to resolve the situation from the women fighting. It was two women, I'm assuming, I think. Right, I, yeah. I, I yeah, yeah. I haven't heard no update on them. Like, at what point did it did it turn to Jacob? Right. At what point right. are we pulling a gun out in a situation? It, like, is he did he commit a he didn't commit a crime? Even if he did commit a crime, like it, it, my mind just couldn't make any kind of sense out of it. And then, yeah. like you said, they got him handcuffed to the bed. As was a report saying, he's handcuffed to the hospital bed for mm-hmm. what? No, no, he's paralyzed. He <laughs> he's paralyzed from away. the waist down. Right. Until you take away the two limbs, he, one of the two limbs he has left, if you have him handcuffed to a bed, like 
it's just all the way foul. It, and one one thing I before we got too far, I wanted to come back when you was like when you talk about this last week. I took some time to pull up some notes just to go from like January to June of some bullet things that have happened to show how much we've had to consume over this 2020. Uh-huh. January 3rd, Trump got that general in Iran popped. Uh, right. Had, had that jump off. Prince Harry and Meghan, they became financially independent, said peace to the UK. Uh, the impeachment trial happened January 16th. Kobe died January 26th along with seven others and his daughter. Um, what feels like the next day, the China virus began to be talked about. February 24th, cases reported in the U.S. was like 25. Uh, Weinstein found guilty, sparked the Me Too movie. Ooh, forgot all about that. Um, and, and from February to March, we went from 24 cases to 188 cases confirmed with the corona. March 11th, I put Rudy licked and coughed over microphones. The next day, the NBA was canceled. Shots to Rudy. Shots to Rudy. That, that same day, the WHO, the World Health Organization, called the Rona a pandemic. March 12th, the stock market had its worst day since 87. March 13th, my kid returned back from camp. Her birthday was in between there to Ohio and the world being closed. And also, that was the day Brian Taylor got killed. And no one talked about that around until about June, but it happened on that day. Mm. March, 20, March 24th, the Summer Olympics in Tokyo was canceled. April 1st, a million Rona cases. All of April was the Rona. I ain't put nothing else. May, uh, 1.8 cases of uh, coronavirus. Um, Ahmaud Arbery happened in Georgia. Uh, May 25th was George Floyd. May 29th, we had an Oakland riot. Um, also, murder hornets came in May. Uh, June, 2.6 coronavirus cases. Um, Trump did his the dumbass Bible photo shoot June 1st. Um, statues started coming down June 7th. Um, Democrats did that knee with the African shit on June 7th. God, uh, and, uh, the Atlanta, the Atlanta riots, um, and then uh, the couple on June 28th with the, with the guns outside their home. So that was just a quick little run through of what I found, and there's so much more that I didn't find, but. That's a, it's just been, 2020 been crazy. Like, I was, like, out of chronological order from Kobe died. Like, I couldn't, re- I couldn't regurgitate none of it in a, to make it make sense. It would just be like, oh, yeah, that happened, and that happened. Yeah. It's been so much. Back so, to back, man. Nonstop. Like, I saw something online. We don't even have time to mourn. We don't have time to even uh, fathom, like, what's going on because we, Something else is about to happen. You know what I'm saying? Right, we ain't yeah. even got to hurricane season yet. Right. Hurricane season is about to about to get popping. So it's like, man, tragedy after tragedy. You look, you look on social media. It's nothing but bad news. It's, mm-hmm. it's very get, tough to deal with. Very tough, man. Yeah, man. I don't even got the words for it. It's just it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. just a lot. It's just a lot. Uh, as for me, the whole Jacob Blake thing, I got so many emotions about it. So many thoughts. Uh, much like yourselves, man, like like you said, there's a, where did it go left? Where did it mm-hmm. go from him breaking up a fight to the police shooting him in the back? What possibly could have happened in between there? And also, like you said, Killer, okay, let's just say he was committing a crime. Let's say he did have this warrant that they uh, said he did. What happened to arresting people? What happened to arresting someone and them having their day in court? Yeah. Being judged by a jury of their peers, like it just seems like it's so many times that black folks end up dying at the hands of the police, who we pay, by the way, you know, with yeah. taxes and everything like that. You know, you know, they're saying they're supposed to be peace officers, not bring in violence. And so I, I have a, a huge problem with that. And it's constantly going on. And, you know, I started thinking like, man, you know, growing up where I grew up, if you swung on somebody when they wasn't looking, you got no cool points for that. If you snuck mm-hmm. somebody in a fight, like, yeah, you you won, but you snuck them, so that shit really don't count. You get a you get a do-over. Whoever right. lost, get a do-over. Since when was it okay to shoot people in the back? In the mm-hmm. back, bro? Like point point blank seven times. Like I, I like I, I hear so many people talk about like, you know, police force needs to have more black folks on it, they need more training. But at the end of the day, man, we can do everything we can as a people to 
to get out there and vote, to put the pressure on the political officials that we elect to our office to do better. And we're going to talk about what the NBA is trying to do as well. We can do all those things. But at the end of the day, man, we can't change people's hearts. We can't mm-hmm. change what's inside of them. We can change all these laws and everything like that. But how do you change something that's in somebody's heart? How do you change someone that hates you for what you are, what you have zero control over? Like, I, I think that's a bigger issue that no one can answer. Like, and they no have a license to that. kill. Yeah, they got a license <laughs> yeah. to do it. And, you know, you know, the guy <laughs> taping the video and putting it on Facebook, he's taping it. But if he's not taping it, none of this gets out because, of course, they didn't have on their body cams. And I just saw that Dayton police officers don't even have body cams yet. So this is like, wow, why don't all the police police stations have body cams? Why these dudes don't have their body cams on? They got the money. I tell you why they they, they ain't turn them on. Because they, if you ain't no evidence, they can go in there and write whatever they want said happen. And everybody stick to the street code. I that told you that last life. week. One story versus two stories is always better, you know. And right. that's why. Like, and, and my wife said something like, "You know, who who these human beings that we have put in law enforcement, like they are not the end all be all. Like, like they they, they are trying to make themselves like the just like the like <clears throat> the law. Like using that term, the law. Like, right. like you like you say." Every person deserves a day in court. If 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 you was if, if you was found out he had a sexual assault warrant, duh, 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 tell me where the seven shots in the back come in that equation. Like right. you you they got punked and do what I was in his feelings and you know did what he did. You know Man, just, you, talk, it, you talk about the you talk about the sexual assault case. You know I remember as a kid. Uh, it was uh, a guy around Cleveland that was uh, raping people, raping women and everything like that. And like the older guys in my neighborhood was like, oh man, we catching, we gonna put them paws on them. Or when the police do get him, when he go to jail, the people in jail gonna take care of him. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, what happened to that? What happened to these, you know what I'm saying, unspoken rules between police officers and actually like inmates that's in prison? Like they put a rapist in jail. They let, hey, man, he a rapist. Do what y'all do. But right. at this point in time, they didn't know that Jacob Blake had that case against him. And furthermore, they just dropped the case, too. They dropped that case this week. So what's going on? What yeah. in the hell is going on? And my biggest gripe with with all of this is, like, listen, seeing motherfucking... Dylan Roof, man, slaughter innocent folks, be able to walk away unscathed, not even a black eye, bruised, bump, with a burger. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, the seventeen-year-old in Kenosha, yeah, drove in illegal firearm, underage, not even his town, talking about he's protecting the city. Yeah, let's jump into it. Shoot three people, kill two, and is able to walk away unscathed. Seen by some as a hero. Yeah, let's make sure we uh, put his name out there. Kyle Rittenhouse. You know what I'm saying? This this devil, Kyle Rittenhouse, 17 years old, apparently was going up to Kenosha to protect local businesses. Uh, 17 years old with an assault rifle, uh, which is illegal for him to have. Uh, illegal to transport an assault rifle between state lines. His mom needs to be arrested as well because she drove him up there. Uh, mm-hmm. So obviously everything that went on with Jacob Blake, you know, protests ensued. And then obviously with protests, sometimes it becomes riots. So there was rioting going on. So he shows up in Kenosha basically like Tuesday night. and Ready to shoot. Ready, ready to, to shoot, shoot somebody. Ready, ready to kill. Armed ready to kill. And he basically is greeted by the police, got water from the police, says he's there to help and everything like that. No, you're not there to help. You, you right. need to take your ass home. You're not from here. You, you, you're not a part of this community. You bring in an assault rifle to a protest. And if you want to help these businesses, 
help them from afar. You don't need to be there with an assault rifle. The only people that need to have assault rifles is the military. And this wasn't no military situation. Let the police right. handle handle their business, do their job, and you out there, he, uh, what, killed two people? Yeah. And uh, another person basically lost their arm. And, uh, yeah, he got the chance to go home. He went home. He went home. Slept wow. in his own bed and got arrested the next day. Arrested. Imagine that. Police officers. <laughs> Man. C- crazy. Man. So I'm, I'm like, it's possible. Y'all have shown it time and time again that whatever you got to do to de-escalate the situation and not kill somebody is very much possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of these situations, like like Killer said, man, there's there's videos circulating. You see how um, white people, even more with disrespect cops, fighting with them. I seen a video of uh, two cops getting beat up by a white dude, beating them with their own baton, take the police car, and he lives to see the next day with that with no gunshots. So it's a lot, man. It, yeah. it's, it's a it's a lot. And the unfortunate part about it is, I as of today, and after all of the lives we've lost, after all of the videos we've seen, there's still nothing in place to change. I haven't heard not one politician say anything about any type of reform like it's that's, that's not even the conversations that they have and we in an election year it's horrible horrible Terrible, man it's horrible you know you can talk like about the media coverage and you know how they always paint this picture for the white folks like even with the kyle rittenhouse you know uh he was uh taking off graffiti off of Businesses yeah. the day before, and now he shot people. And then the the chief of police in Kenosha tried to basically victim blame. You know, uh, this happened because people were out past curfew. No, this didn't happen because people were out past curfew. This happened right. because this psychopath showed up with an assault rifle ready to kill people because he saw an excuse so he could do it. That's right. what happened. Like, victim blaming this is, like, beyond. Like, he needs to be out of his job, too. Like man. all these people need to be out of their jobs, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a mess. It's, it's a, a mess. hot mess, bro. Terrible mess. So then we transition into the NBA. We got who was it? Uh, Milwaukee Bucks getting yeah. ready to take care of business versus the Orlando Magic. The night before, Giannis wins Defensive Player of the Year. We feel. I, I'm watching it. I watched it on TNT. I figured something was up. Like, I could, I could just catch the vibe, how they were yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ernie asked the coach, Coach Bud, like, you know, everything was going on. He basically said everything's on the table. And when he said everything's on the table, that should have alerted everybody. Like, yo, these dudes might not show up and play tomorrow. But, yeah. you know, they showed up to the arena. They went through warm-ups. And then with his tip-off time, they was like, we not right. playing. Where was y'all at with that? Man, I thought I hit a lick on playing George Hill on my DraftKings <laughs> lineup. It always back to DraftKings. <laughs> then I thought I hit an even bigger lick when they was talking about cancellation, so I removed all the 4 o'clock games, so I had the late games, like, just in case. But then, like, what I was, like, really, like, more so proud of was, like, the fact that they did this on the spot, and they – you know, for these media outlets, and I know what it's like to, you know, even though I went to ICB, I still know what it's like to study up and prepare for something that you have to do on television. It ain't just a wing it thing. It's a lot of preparation that goes into that. And to be stuck for hours with no basketball, and they was ready to talk basketball, now they had to talk about some, you know, Black Lives Matter content. You know, mm-hmm. it, I was proud of the NBA and the players for – Taking that type, taking that type of stance where everybody just is basically a hundred of your employees said, "Nah, bro, we ain't happy," and 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 that was dope to see because for them to be in that bubble and you know, like I've heard them say all week, they could have all just been mad, scattered, and we still right now trying to figure out what we about to do, mm-hmm. but instead they use all that all that uh, internalness they have going on right now to sit around amongst as men and figure out some solutions and some 
and some some starting points to get to get the ball rolling in a different direction. So, you know, even though even though my my lineups got refunded back to me, I was <laughs> I was more so proud of the fact of, of of what happened and how it happened because that that shook up not only the the billionaires that own these franchises they in touch with these politicians they right. they they all in they all you know peas of a pod you know they all roll together so you know eventually it's gonna take it's gonna be a hey, your politicians messing with my money y'all gotta get this together they gonna start having to have conversations and you know, it's, it, it's gonna grow so I was just proud of the starting point yeah we'll man it make me I'm proud to say that I am a huge NBA fan. You know, this season has just shown time and time again why the NBA is the best league, why – what's homeboy's name? With the glasses, ball head, commiss. Adam Silver. Adam Silver. I was going to (laughs) say – I was say David Stern, but I know it's not David Stern. Oh, I see David Stern. Why fucking uh, Adam Silver is the best commissioner in professional sports, man. And um, now, nah, man, we NBA is unified and they was able to actually get something out of it, too. It's not just they they protested. They made that statement and then that's it. Time to play basketball again. Right. Now, nah, they was able to agree with what the, the players association um, had the owners like had to agree to three different terms. I, I might have to just pull it up, but I think they yeah. got to They have to uh, turn the arenas into voting centers. Yes, they're sir. committing so many millions of dollars. Um, they're creating some type of um, racial coalition. Like, you know, things that could actually affect and make some type of difference, not just, okay, it's hot right now, let's not play. We protest and, and then we'll play a week later. No, it's like some actual foot foots on the ground action behind what they're doing. So They didn't I'm baseball for... themselves. Because I saw some videos of baseball where they was out there. You know, he was talking about the commissioner, and the commissioner wanted to take an hour, take an hour, and come back ready. We just playing Bruh. Like and this is what a week after I saw footage of the dude doing the Nazi salute in the dugout. Like, man, man. y'all not fooling nobody. Yeah, yeah. For me, man, it was so much with the NBA. Uh, you know that I was on the air. I was on the air. I was uh, co-hosting with Justin on fourteen ten. So everything we were doing was in live time and had to have an instant reaction and you know justin and i uh have these talks about race on the air and you know saying behind the scenes him and i talk about it and he's like yo i would never been able to have these type of conversations on the air before and it you know i'm saying for you know don't want to be like radio guy but like the phone lines blow up the inbox blows up because people have their opinion about everything especially race but uh he was saying on the air that he didn't understand why you wouldn't go out there and play because the NBA has given them a platform to do everything like that. And I had to explain to him, I was like, yeah, they, they, they agreed to this, but this is a new day. Like just the whole go out there and play. And we, we giving you this, you have to do more because these owners, believe it or not, these arenas that they play in, we pay for those. The taxpayers play for those, pay for those. The Staples Center, the city of Los Angeles paid for that. The Lakers don't own the Staples Center. The Clippers don't own the Staples Center. The yeah. actual people. So you have to lobby the leadership of your city, of your county, to agree to put this on the bill to be voted on and voted and not be voted on. So you get this on the bill, you get it voted for so you can get a free arena. Then you get this free arena that's built and paid for by the people. Then the people that attend it, oh, guess what? We're going to charge you. Uh, you want to come see the Cavs? Yeah, those tickets is 20 bucks. But if you want to come see uh, KD, Golden State, Steph, Clay, oh, yeah, them tickets that's is 150 tent. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. want a beer inside Stable Center? That'll be 12 bucks. You want a hot dog inside Stable Center? That'll be eight bucks. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you want to park in the Staples Center? Oh, yeah, that'd be <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So if these owners, and not just NBA owners, uh, NFL owners, because that's where it really is going to come into effect, when these NFL owners and NBA owners start lobbying their politicians for actual real change in these communities, that's when it's going to take effect. Because if y'all can lobby them to try to get your free arenas, 
you damn sure should be lobbying them to uh, look out for these local communities and look out yeah. for the actual, you know, there is no NBA or NFL without the black athlete. We can just go ahead and say that. If every black Damn. basketball player said, I'm out, what you going to do? Right. You better be calling up all the heroes because that's the only people that motherfuckers don't want to see. You know, right. Justin and I were talking about who is the best um, white American-born basketball player in the NBA. Like right now? Yes, right now. Right now. American-born. American-born white basketball player. Uh, it's only a few. We're going to call with Kyle Corver. We got Gordon Hayward. Uh, Kevin Gee. Love. I, think I, started a, I started a Doug McDermott and a dude from Franklin. <laughs> I, I had to work no. my way up. I had to work my way up. I mean, I, 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 I think it's, it's got to either be J.J. Reddick or, or Kevin Love. And we pulling like I'm trying to think. I'm trying and to JJ Reddick has been in JJ Reddick has been in the NBA for like well, they on their way out. They both on their yeah. way out. Yeah, we ain't talking about the the white basketball player. We all know the white basketball player is a great basketball player. I mean, but they just ain't American. Like mm-hmm. Porzingis, he ain't American. Yeah. Luca, he ain't American. Yeah. Like all Yo the dope, all the dope yeah. white basketball players are not from the United States. Yep. That's why they're the seventh pick. We what? <laughs> we what? Two weeks away from uh, NFL, man. They, I saw a report that they're gonna do some extensive racial content, or it was something shit like that in week, <laughs> one, in week one. So I'm, I'm curious, man, because they uh, fucking exhibit A in terms of what not to do as a league. Right. You know, Colin still ain't got a contract, and that was that was only four years ago. As long as this year has seemed. Yeah. Uh, Colin kneeling for the first time was not that long ago. Yeah. It's horrible. Man. I mean, it all comes down to the NFL. I mean, the great things that the NBA is doing and the players and ownership and Commissioner Stern. Not Commissioner, I just did what you said you were going to do. Commissioner <laughs> Stern, you know, the great things that they're doing, it all is for not if the NFL can't step up. It's all for are, not if the NFL don't step up. Are they going to stay Rona free? Hell no. They don't give a fuck. It don't neither matter, the bro. Diesel. Diesel don't give a fuck neither. <laughs> they, they, we gonna get into that. It is. Party it it is. Hey, there wasn't no party. I was a kickback, man. That's a difference, man. We chilling. Uh, oh, yeah. I got a football draft today during this wedding that I'm confident gonna let the wife pick because I don't even know. I don't even see it happening. Like, I just, I don't see two, 300-pound men playing, you know, 50, 60, 70 snaps, spitting each other's face, not getting sick. In 16 weeks of going from 80 degree Florida to zero degree New York to minus four degree Green Bay, to like man, it's gonna it's, be sick. They, nah, they they gonna play, <laughs> bro. Because if somebody was gonna catch it, they would have already came out with it. Like, what's the biggest NFL name that has caught the Rona? Remember that we had Kevin Durant catch it in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Donald, but like, we, had, we had we had niggas catch it in the NBA. I, NFL I, I, ain't, don't care about it. Don't we got some big names that have decided not to even play because of they, you know, they yeah. ain't dropped like dropped out because a, a kid, a child might have a immune problem or you know yeah. something where they just don't want to risk it. But I, I can't recall the names of who they are. I know we just had yeah, a lot of players on the Patriots backed out. Um, yeah, I mean, like as of right now, when they're doing a Rona test every single day, it's safe. But what happens when you know? All right, we've done it every day. Now we're only going to do it twice a week. That's when they get your ass. If the MLB is still going with all of the breakouts they had, NFL ain't stopping for shit. <laughs> yeah, NFL about that bag. NFL is about that bag. So, yeah. then we get to the whammy of the week. Friday. Yeah. Friday. Okay, no, so. Okay, Killer, you brought you broke the news to everybody here on the yeah. pod. What happened? What what? How'd you find out? So, I had a long day at work. Um, came home and started getting into my other bag of my extracurricular activity crunch, and uh, <laughs> I lay. <laughs> That's I what we're gonna call it. Okay. <laughs> I, Got it. I, Got it. I, I, I started getting sleepy <laughs> and lay. <laughs> 
and and lay down. It was nine, eight, nine, eight, nine o'clock, maybe ten. Lay down, and I'm literally dozing off. And it's, I'm, I'm glad y'all asked me this because I wanted to share this with y'all. I was dozing off, and I told the wife I was like two more breaths from just being asleep. Like I was almost there, and my phone went. And I looked down, and I saw TMZ, and I was like, "Man, this might be some podcast content. Let me check." So mm. that, that's what made me not ignore it and check. And I swiped over, and all I saw was the headline: Chadwick Boseman dead at 43 from colon cancer. And I popped out the bed, like military style, I hopped up, the wife was up front doing her graphic work, and I go up there and I felt bad because I walked up there and she was bopping to something. Mm. <clears throat> having, <laughs> having a good time. And I was like, 2020 strikes again. And her whole shit just stopped. She closed her eyes for like five seconds and was like, what? And I took about five, 10 seconds to show her and just turned the phone to her and both of our mouths. I didn't even read the article. I just read the headline and just I might yeah, send that to y'all on the way down the hallway. Like, holy shit. Like it, it's just too much. And you know Who what? Knew? You know what? Uh I don't know what interview it was, but I know I'm sure y'all seen the picture with him slimmed down, face mm-hmm. kind of skinnier. When I seen that, I don't know if it was like the BET Awards or I don't know what he was doing, a Kobe tribute or what, but mm-hmm. The first thing I said was like, "This he looks sick. Like something. Either he's slimming down for a role, but to me, he looked sick then. And I and I left it at yeah. that. I saw online social media going crazy with the jokes. The strength of the Black Panther has been taken away. They called him Crack Panther. Like that just goes to show you, man. You see something online, you you don't gotta uh, clown it instantly. Like right. you don't know what what the fuck is going on." Yeah. But that was my first thought. I'm like, some he don't look he don't look healthy. Something's going right, on. Yeah. And that was what a month or two ago. Yeah. Nigga yeah. made classics. He made the Black Panther, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame, Thugger, Marshall, Twenty One Bridges, and Five Bloods back to back with cancer. That's a hell of a four year run, man. How many? Mo- that's yeah. what six movies. Six seven. seven? Movies, dog. Yeah. One two three four five six seven. Yep. And he got his last one coming out. He's uh doing it with Viola Davis. So he got one more movie to drop. Damn, man. Uh, as for me, man, we at the crib. Uh, shoot, what was we? We had some pizza. Was just chilling, and uh, was watching Moesha like his brand new TV on Netflix. <laughs> getting our Moesha on, and your text came through, killer. And as I'm going to grab my phone off the armrest of the couch, wifey say, oh, shit. And I'm like doing like one of these, opening it and looking at her at the same time. As soon as I open it, I say, oh, shit. She says, Chabby Wozen passed away. It's like, oh, shit. It's like in shock, man. In yeah. shock. And it's like you said, Dizzle, you know, when uh, those pictures Basically, in April came around of uh, his. Uh, now we know that it's his wife um, taking him to the hospital, like in a wheelchair, and uh, he like slumped over, looked real skinny, and yeah. uh, you know, it, like pictures before that, like he was like, look, wasn't like you know, in Black Panther mode, like he was yoked, right. like, like you know, we all just passed it off as all right, man. He put on weight for that role, like we all know that. You know, he was going to have to deal with Michael B. Jordan. So, they, you know what I'm saying, he hit the gym, got swole for the role. Oh, uh, shit. Um, we know how actors are. they getting ready for a, a role. He could be playing, you know what I'm saying, any type of role. Could be playing somebody with a mental illness, playing uh, somebody with cancer or something like that. We don't. We just, you know, we yeah. passed it off. But then, you know, you you go into that, that mode of just, you see everybody's heartbreak on Twitter and social media and everything like that. And then all these interviews of him start popping up. And there's just one in particular. He's talking about going to visit kids in the hospital with cancer uh, as they were waiting for Black Panther to be released. And he talks about uh, these one group of kids that basically their parents are saying that they're trying to hang on so they can see this movie. And uh, he breaks down and starts crying because the kids didn't make it to see the movie. Mm-hmm. And he, was, he said he wanted to get his role, his everything, because of what these Damn. kids do and what 
they were dealing with and he wanted to put a smile on their face. And we know why. Because he was right. going through the exact same thing that these little kids were going through. But at the time when you see the interview, you automatically think, well, hell yeah, you're going to give it your all. If you're visiting sick kids in a hospital, who don't feel bad to see a little yeah. kid battling cancer? Like, that's 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 apparent. Like, that's that's unspoken language. But those are the battles that he was going through. And I was telling wifey this. I was like, you know, for this story not to be leaked for four years, you know. Bruh, that's what I was thinking, years, man. That was like, my first question. You think of, I know I know like y'all not like the big comic book fanatic fans like me, but you've seen these movies like it's tons of actors in these movies. It's tons of producers, directors. Like he's worked with a ton of people during his time frame, right. and they were saying he was having surgeries, uh, going they through kept chemo that on the low, epic on no the low. Word. Wakanda you know, really had a non-disclosure. Like, yeah. They really like they had to have known that you know someone going through that it ain't no we off Tuesday and back Thursday like sometimes right. they be wiped out you know they be and yeah just man man so for for his circle and for especially the people at Marvel and every studio he's worked with not to let that information out because I mean they had to know and you know we can we can talk about the great person that he was and everything like that but. You know, Marvel, Disney, they're a business. And they put the Black Panther in his hands, knowing, knowing, yeah, had, man. Had horrible disease that could possibly take him out. And they said, we're going to roll with it because of how great he is and how great of an actor he is. And I mean, all you go online and you see all these inspirational speeches, and it's just like, man, it hit different because. You saw people that didn't care about comic book movies at all going to see this movie. It gave, yeah, main, main culprit. <laughs> Killer. Uh, and I mean, it gave people such a sense of pride. Such a sense of pride. And I mean, I'm sure y'all remember, like, you know, the old school jokes about the, the one African kid in your school or whatever, African booty scratcher. It gave us a mm-hmm. sense of pride, you know what I'm saying, to be down with our history, even though Wakanda is not real. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a fictitious place in a comic book we we looked at him like all right he's the man like yo he's a freaking superhero a black superhero and he had the movie of the year and he did his damn thing and it's just so fucked up man it's so heartbreaking man yeah super sad man just like for me man like like you said i am not the comic book dude but I was charged to take my family to go see this world where, you know, the women were not just celebrated, but they was about the shit. They were ready <laughs> for whatever. Like having daughters, like that was like I, that was a piece that I wanted them to be inspired by. Like, cause I was like, that's dope. You know, just just that whole movie was was, was dope, and that whole energy and just how long it lasted, the build up, the build up to, the build up during. You know, and, and even the ride after it, like I, one of my favorite clips is uh, the Jimmy Fallon piece where he was on Jimmy Fallon hiding behind the curtain and people yeah. that either just, just saw the movie or um, were about to go see it, gave a two cents of what, how this movie inspired them and what it meant to them. And like, that was, I saw that at three in the morning, the night he died. I'm like, I'm glad the wife sleep because my eyes are sweating like a Yeah, bitch. man. Like, like, and at the same time, that shit had me smiling crazy, man, because he, yeah. he did instill that. He did put that put that out there. And I even give it just more respect how they kept it on the low, him living his life to the fullest, doing oh, what he yeah. loves to do, man. That shit is inspirational in itself, you know. Yeah. Putting it out could have possibly, well, not even possibly, you know, people look people going to look at you differently, treat you differently. Mm-hmm. Having that shit on the low, he gained people's respect. Did his fucking could, thing. Could, could you and, imagine? Could you imagine dealing with people wanting to hold your hand and you the black pen? Mm. You know what I'm saying? That would probably be right. harder to deal with. Yeah. And you deal with this cancer still. Like whew. he was. I know he was tired of doing that with Connor for everything, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this he shit is like, forever. Fuck. Like <laughs> it was for Wakanda forever before, but now it's forever. Like I can't imagine 
being a little kid right now. Like, I'm broken up. My my eyes were sweating, too, when I heard about yeah. that shit. Like, damn, are you serious? Right. And I couldn't imagine being, like, you know what I'm saying, a 9, 10-year-old finding this out. Like, what? I wouldn't probably even be able to comprehend that. Like, what? Like, right. the guy that I look up to was gone. Like, he and he ain't coming back. Ain't going to be a part two. Like, Did you see them, you see them sad pictures of the kids playing with their toys and they got uh, the Black Panther laid out in the middle around the circle. Like, man. Around the other, other they yeah. had uh, Thanos in that mix. Thanos yeah. was paying his respect. Right. <laughs> like, bro, it is, like, it is crazy, man. Crazy, it, crazy. It's so sad, man. You know, we found out that he got married, like, once his uh, cancer took a turn for the worst. And I mean, the, the other thing is, he just was on TNT mm-hmm. in February doing a tribute to Kobe. That was in February. You know, I saw what I'm Kenny Smith talking yeah. about that. He just was there in February, and then by April, when they saw we saw those pictures of him being taken to the hospital, it had taken a turn for the worst, man. So, you know. Just like that, bro. Just like that. And, and I mean, and it just goes back to show like, all right, not only do we as black folks have to deal with, you know, racism and police brutality, but oh, yeah, we still got to deal with the everyday shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cancer don't give a fuck if you white, black, purple, young, old. It's coming. It's coming for your ass. And, you know, still got to deal with this, too, man. So it's just a all around fucked up situation. Right. I'm ready to transition. Y'all got that shit about y'all. The yeah, shit, yeah. shit that make us mad. Big yeah. Sean, Nipsey Hustle record. What did y'all think? Hit boy. <laughs> Hit boy. He Hit wasn't boy, even going to get to that part. He, he, he wanted to stop. Hell yeah. That nigga don't stop, man. Nigga been working. Working, yeah. working. You know, you talk about a guy, you know, my homeboy, he's lost uh 26 pounds. During uh the lockdown COVID situation, uh other people like myself have packed on some pounds. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I need that's why I've been back on my bike shit. But uh, you know, Hip Boy, he's been working during COVID. He took this chance to get busy in the studio to obviously yeah. out with Nas. Now the rumors are he's EPN Big Sean's new project. What did y'all think about this new joint? Yeah. Fire, it's been very few songs in 2020, if even ever, that I spend all week listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, and that you fuck is... with on the first listen. Some songs exactly. you got to grow on you. You got to exactly. listen back. Nah, this one was far from the first like, verse. When the beat dropped, I'm like, okay. Yeah. This the, one's going to be some shit. I'm always the first to admit, like, I let y'all and other people and Twitter and Facebook and I let all that happen when it'd be like this fire, this fire. But I start, I, I kept seeing it in my circles and it just in my, <laughs> in, my in my world. So I go, I'm like, now nah, we're gonna have to get in the car, Apple Music, this thing. I'm gonna do this yeah. right. So, in the new whip. <laughs> in the new whip. <laughs> with, with the girl saying at point three miles, turn right. You know. <laughs> but um, sitting there, man, and, and playing that song, I'm listening to it like, yeah, this is. This is dope. And I go to work and I work with a bunch of, I'll say, 20 to 26 year olds. So I, I go into work like, y'all hear that new Big Sean and Nip? They like, what? And this, <laughs> one girl, this one girl, a huge Big Sean fan. So I'm like, oh, you ain't you ain't connected? Let me let me have the music you real quick. So I, t- I turn it on while we setting up. And it's just one of them songs that all week long I've got in the car and be like, I want to hear that versus... Sorry, kid, kid, or or the radio, or you know, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big radio, I'm a big radio guy, so I listen to 102 quite, quite, quite a bit. But we appreciate you. This week, <laughs> this week, uh, this week, Big Sean and Nip got, and I even heard a song with a, a Snoop and Nip called Nipsey Blue that I've been just checked out on YouTube. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know what? I saw it. I didn't listen to it because I was too busy listening to uh, Big Sean yeah. and the Nas yeah. album. But but yeah, big big shine spit on that thing. Um, Nip Nip verse was dope, like solid track. Hit boy, hit boy. So yeah, dope track. Yeah. I listened to it probably seven eight times this week, and I can't name a song that I've done that to unless it was probably J Rock Win. Win win win. Yeah, that's, that's probably the last. That's probably the last song that I listened to a lot. 
that joy is banging, man. You know, the whole, the end really gets me too, you know what I'm saying? Took that snippet from an interview with Nipsey, talking about working with all the dudes from Detroit. It's going to be yeah. on Big Shot's new album, Detroit Part 2. Mm. I mean, Drop shit. Friday. Big, yeah, definitely here for that. Uh, yeah. Big Sean, you know, shit, talking about mental health issues, uh, contemplating suicide. So that goes to show a lot of people, man, out there that lost a kid. Are, yeah, crazy, yeah. right? Like yeah. all the money in the world, you can have all the money in the world, all the fame in the world, all the material possessions in the world. That you know, what I'm saying that I know I won't. <laughs> I know I'll be mm-hmm. out here buying shit that I don't need. You know, what I'm saying retail therapy and everything like that. That shit don't save you from dealing with real life situations like, you know what I'm saying, the death of a child, death of a friend, uh, dealing mm-hmm. with your own ups and downs and be able to spit that in some hot ass bars too. I'm all I'm here for it always. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm ready for that shit. Big yeah. Sean is due a classic album, man. To put him in that top, top category, because he's there lyrically. He can make a hit single. Like he got the the recipe, he got the tools. But you just he had no that, classic out that body yeah. of work, right? Gotta have it, gotta have it to be up there. So the moment Uh-oh. everybody's been waiting on. How y'all want to do this? Cause I got my shit lined up, man. You, <laughs> I got my shit lined up. <laughs> All right, but I don't know. I can let it play just a couple seconds. I ain't trying to have that shit get flagged. How right, you want to yeah, do this, yeah, man? Yeah, like, so, all right, let's come to a consensus. About a, how many songs you got? How many you want, bro? Come oh, on, man. Uh, <laughs> I got a whole versus battle and some extra credit. What you need? I think you're going to need that extra credit. Cut it out, <laughs> bro. So, what percent does Dizzle need to display from Soldier Boy's catalog for, it to, for him to reach legendary status? 75%. You are a terrible grader, bro. That's all right. That's and like, I knew this was going to happen. So if we go back to some of the verses, they wasn't playing twenty. They wasn't twenty for twenty. A lot of them yeah. just was skippables. DMX was twenty for twenty. Okay, and I give you that. DMX there were was, some. There were some. Yeah, for sure. DMX uh, was twenty. Nelly was was barely Nelly 50%. was not. But Nelly was not. Jagged Edge one twelve. Luda was Luda hey, was twenty for twenty. Don't forget Scott Storch. Even though he was playing all his uh, songs that wasn't his, he he had a fire one. It was twenty for twenty. I ain't, I, was, I was saying you got to go twenty for twenty. Seventy five percent. That's solid. Seventy five percent. Let me do the oh, what? What you want to do? Eighty? What's that? Sixteen out of twenty? We can Dude, do sixteen out of twenty. But I mean, if you only gonna play twenty, we can do sixteen. But you know what I'm saying? I think you're gonna need some of those extra credit songs to even be. Competing, dude. I, I, I so, 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 I, I, I did forget we use the term led like goat. Like he's supposed to be. Yeah, like I ain't say goat. I say he's <laughs> a legend. Soldier Boy is a legend, and you can be a legend outside of music. Like I don't give him legend because he had a hot album. I give him. A, I give him. Oh, legendary now you explaining? Okay. Yeah, I, I told you we can get a whole episode about this. I got, I got a PowerPoint question. ready. Can you name a seventy-five percent? Legend. Uh, that's why I said say five percent. Let me think. I wasn't ready I for that. I wasn't ready for I, that. No, yeah, you, you gotta let, because let, let, let it marinate. I, I I give him legendary status not only because he had hits, but because he was a pioneer for this new generation of music. The Soldier Boy era was an era that changed hip hop forever. It will never be the same, and it started. I ain't saying he invented it, but he definitely innovated the game forever. There are shit niggas are doing to this day based on his model. Can we go with 85%? That's a B, bruh. That's a B. I don't... Yeah, to be a legend. For... I don't think he's... he's He's a legend for more than just his music. He's a legend for his business savvy. He's a legend for being an innovator in how niggas make beats. He's a legend for his social media impact on the game. I'm not saying got he notes. Are you seeing? Does he have a beat that? 
It's how. It's how. It's the self. <laughs> it's the self production. He made it possible for niggas that with no money, with no instrument, instrument or you be able to know. Like he invented Fruity Loops. No, I never That's said how that. You acting, you name acting like one you rapper. Name one saying, rapper like, that made beats on like Fruity Loops before he him. Did not invent the technology called Fruity Loops. Not at all. But he made that. He made it possible for rappers to. Okay, this nigga can make a simple ass beat and make a hit. Like a lot of his that, shit that just was simple. To the simplicity of the listener to me, man. I'm telling That's you, I'm, all music. I'm saying is this nigga changed the game. Okay, <laughs> and we can put a eighty five percent. What y'all are trying to do, <laughs> I might not get eighty five percent to y'all standards. I know that for a fact. I'm not doing it. This ain't for y'all. This is to show y'all he got twenty songs. This is hey, what you asked for. Songs. I, That's I not true, Kev. Everybody got 20 songs. Did you got 20, 20 slaps? 20 notable Everybody songs. Has 20 songs that we are going to call and, and debate about legendary status. They got 20 songs. Legend. Legend. I am, like, the, okay. And I will say this the people have spoken. Did we not say to let the people decide? People? Your people spoken. Y'all can pull, y'all make, bro. Y'all make a poll. <laughs> we can do it on y'all page. Throw it on the UK Make This Up page. Throw it on your page. Throw it on the state, the station page, nigga. It's gone, <laughs> bro. The people have spoken. I think it was like eighteen say he, he's a legend, and four said he wasn't, including y'all's too. <laughs> so, so let me say this before you start the joints. I got them lined up. This is Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson got a whole bunch of dunk contest championships. But in the reality of the this game nigga of basketball, said Nate Robinson. In the reality of the game of basketball, Nate Robinson. He, had, had, he had his moment. Nate Rob had his moment with the dunk contest. He had a crazy uh playoff run when he was so he had his moment. But he Nate Robinson. Technically, he'll go down in history because uh, he won. There a, is no Nate Robinson era. It is. He won the slam dunk contest three times. Like that's that's gonna be on that's gonna be on the plaque for him. But okay. Him, I would consider crank that not a slam dunk contest. Crank that, that is, is not a slam that, dunk contest. That's a chip. That that's that's. Let's hear the songs. Let's hear. The songs. Let's, <laughs> do, let's do it. Because we can hit a hall, but. Ultimately, the music speaks for itself. Bang. Hey. Bang. Banger. 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 Y'all keeping count? Yeah, I got two. This is what I was telling y'all from last week. Y'all know this song, bruh. Wait till the shit dry. Hold on. We're waiting. Hey. I've heard that before. I've heard it. I've heard it. This made his radio run. Two for three. Remix by Lil Wayne. Four for five, shootout. That's a hit. That's a hey. hit. Fruity Loops. That was my evolution club day. You feel me? <laughs> All right, I'll I'll was, go with it. Let's get into some writer. Let's get into some writer bag. Y'all heard of uh, five, B, y'all right? heard of Beyonce? <laughs> no, who is she? She got this. She got this album called Lemonade. Soldier Boy writing credits. Soldier Boy writing credits. So, Soldier Boy writing credits. He got you know paid. All, he got paid. That's called a reach. He got yeah. a check. Only you knew. He that. got a check. He wrote that song. He got writing credits. No, no, no. Or did she use a snippet of the bruh, song? He got a check, bro. That is not. That's not counting. I got more. <laughs> I mean, yep. my yeah. Okay. okay. What's that? What's that? What is he, five. five for seven? Five for seven? The biggest song of the summer. What summer was this? Where was y'all at this summer? He made this. He wrote, he wrote this. He on a remix. 
Ah, this nigga. Oh, what? This is the biggest song of the summer. My nigga was on the remix. No, the original was the biggest song. Y'all not doing that for the other artists. When the other artists had remixes. Ooh, you, come on, bro. Who played a whole person's song? He was on the remix. Lying, Rick bro. Ross literally played a verse that wasn't even released. He, he played Kanye's song, and he was had a verse. And that song didn't even come out. And niggas didn't say nothing. Nigga, we slept <laughs> that whole person. We all agreed that shit was a snooze fest. After the stripper, the I'm about. Go silly. The ladies gon' feel me. The fellas in the back. And they As you, up you balling right now. <laughs> you balling. Y'all gotta twerk to this. Y'all gotta twerk to this. Yeah, that's a hit. A booty guy. A booty guy. Yeah, that, that, I played that many times. Too. For I sure. Soldier Boy, tell him. Hey, man, you, you at eight. You, you good. Early in the morning. I've heard this. Say what's up. This ain't it? Yeah, that, that, that's cool. That, I, mean, I know the song. Yeah, it's cool. I, I mean, like, I'm not excited. You said that ain't it? That, I, I mean, it's cool. It ain't. It's not fucking with them first eight, I'll tell you that for sure. That's cool. It's a little filler. It's a little filler. Got to get to 20, you know? <laughs> All right, let's take it back to them basement parties. I don't know what y'all was doing in this era. I was in the basement getting the twerk right here. Hey. Hella soldier boy in the rotation. That's a, yeah. Booty meat. Got booty meat. Girl, shake that booty meat. Rider credits. Rider no. credits. Look up DeAndre Way, man. Put some respect on Big Soldier. Y'all know who <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan is? Yeah, of course. Philly's what on. About, what about this joint? Bust your windows. You know about that? Sound like because he's on the remix? No. Writer credits. He wrote what's the windows out of your car? He got paid. He got a check. He on the <laughs> he on the credits. So this is hit. He's this on the one... No. He Y'all wrote the song. Fine, man. He got he got writer credits. He might have wrote some of the song. The boy got a check. That's all I know. He got a check off. So it's just because so, you so, got a check. So since you're saying he might have wrote something, should we no. might not give him a point? <laughs> I got more. I got more. You better hurry up because you're on the uh, song. We made it. Y'all know this shit? I do, but what's what soldier got? He on this? Yeah, he made the beat. And he on the hook. This is me and my dude shit, so I got to give you a point for that because this is my shit. Nigga, we made it. Yeah, okay. Let me me get my bag. You was doing name, little, little you, got, you better, you better run the table. That was Drake. You got ten. I mean, you had ten. Yeah, that was Drake and Soldier Boy. And we uh sixteen songs deep. Whoa, he's skimping me. He's skimping. What you skip me on? How? Uh, six you songs. Di- six hey. songs. Di- I, you're at ten. I'm blown away that you got the ten. <laughs> I get, I get not. I don't even want to hear no more, Kel. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Eleven. All right, hold on. My internet messing up. You know. All right, here we go. Well, what was y'all doing in this era? Was it all the way turned up? Yeah, you know what it is. That's my shit. Thirteen. I give you that one. Yeah. All right, let's let's keep it going. Classic. Yup. I love it. I know. What's up? What's up? Got 15 for sure. Hold on. Hold on. This kind of leaks for three. Come on now, do it. Go ahead, do it one time, Karen. Go ahead. That's 75%. All right, I got some extra credit. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this joint. 
Seahawks song right here. I wouldn't play these extra credit songs if I was you. All right, let's not. Let's let's quit while we let's quit while we ahead. Let's quit right now. In all perfect honesty, I am blown away that you got the 15 songs that I actually like. 15 out of 20? Yeah, that was 15 out of 20. Blown away. What five, five. Did, what five didn't that make sound your like list? 75% to me. That's 75%. <laughs> that's, out, that's outstanding. That's what, outstanding. What five didn't make your list? Your Reach songs. Oh, you made the remix. Oh, you got a writer friend. <laughs> nah. Because nah. you couldn't uh, say what. You couldn't say what. Come on, so, man. So, so let me say this. So let me say this. He is not a legend, but he damn sure got hit records. You have proven he has hit records. That he had to, he, he, he could do a versus. He got 20 he to can, And he could do a versus without a doubt. What I would say is I couldn't, can't give him legendary status because, to me, a legend stands the test of time. These songs can only be played in one setting. You go back to the basement parties. I go back to the foundry working. Killer Kev goes back to rain, cream working, and everything like that. That's cool. Crank that will be played forever. Will not be played. Crank, Crank that will not be played. I play that at every single wedding, and it has never failed me. Yeah, White, can, black, brown, Puerto Rican, or Asian. That has at, never failed so me. So that's the one setting. Give me another setting. That's fine. <laughs> that's cool. The now, keeper shuffle bad. will t- stand the test of time, and that only plays in about that's one true. or two settings. That valid argument. The um, I think like what? What's the one? The one with uh the all the way turned up. You can get that off like now. You can get a lot of those records off now. That's so stadium I, record. I get, yeah, I, I give him props. I give him his props. He got a. He got. He definitely got 15. Yeah. That, you said that. Know. I give nah. him a legend. If you got 15, if you got 15, maybe 10, that'll stand the test of time. Because he got about 10, that'll stand the test of time. Donk will be played anywhere. That can uh, be played anywhere, anytime, for sure. Fucking, uh, sure. what's the fucking, turn my swag, turn my swag on is like a, is a, you can't play that at the club, but niggas are bop to it. But if you got them amount of uh, joints on top of his contribution to the to the game, on top of his innovation to the game, you don't give him nothing. That that don't count for nothing. What did I do with Killer? What did That's... I just do? I just gave him <laughs> a soliloquy. I gave him props. Not only gave him his props, I gave you props for bringing it to the table to show and improve. You showed, you proved he had enough to do a versus battle. I'm here for a bow wow. Uh, that and that'll be closer than you think. You said I think you said last week Bow had thirty. I don't know if he got thirty. He might. 30. And I don't even fuck with Bow Wow. That nigga's a cornball. He's almost Dizzle, as black as Soldier Boy. Dizzle was acting like a boxing promoter. He just ready to ready for the shits and ready for the <laughs> argument. But, but you ain't come back with it. And he ain't calmed down yet. That's all. I ain't, yeah, I ain't yeah. I got more uh, my PowerPoint. I give I give I give Dizzle props for going in the bag and coming up with a with a nice catalog from Soldier Boy. And um, the order was if, right. You know what I'm if, saying? Had the order correct. Yeah, you know what so, I mean? So Soldier Boy, you better blow up his DMs and give him that playlist. Because if he does one, he need that. And he, he doesn't do he Dizzle playlist. Yeah. I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Yeah. I had to do my homework on this, man. You can't be disrespecting the legend like that, I man. Come on, man. Young Draco. Young Draco. What else do you want? What else? I don't know, man. You gonna have to hit the Yule. You gotta hit the Yule one time. <laughs> no, okay. okay. We gonna catch you at a function. And I'm gonna see you hitting the Yule. I'm gonna get some footage. That shit gonna come on. I'm gonna get your get your reaction to it. Your honest reaction. You are gonna be bopping. You are gonna get on the floor. Hit a yule. Oh my goodness! Don't let me oh catch you, man. I'm gonna go ahead and get some white out and put it on my sunglasses too. Hey, bro, <laughs> he was a whole era, bro. Niggas was wearing bath. Niggas was wearing the shiny ass shoes, bapes. I know y'all seen that throwback picture I posted of me, bro, with the uh, yeah. big ass. 3XL polo with the fucking shiny ass shoes, man. That's so yeah. that's Soldier Boy. Niggas was dressing like that because of Soldier Boy. Niggas was creating Crank That Lion King. There was so many different Crank That. <laughs> Bro, fucking uh, VIC got his career off of Soldier Boy. 
fucking uh, stanky leg. Like, all that shit was because of Soldier Boy. That's all I'm saying. I'm done. I could easily say, like, all right, crisscross. Motherfuckers was wearing their clothes backwards because of crisscross. I could say that, too. Yeah. Like, but they're not legends. They, they, don't, they, got, they don't got 15. They got one or two. Soldier Boy got them songs. And <laughs> the same. That. You talking about because uh, how the way people dress, like yeah, uh, it all comes back. And to he got the music to back it up. He, he I'm saying though, he, he got, got 15. He, he got fifteen. He got fifteen. <laughs> I, I call it fifteen. 15. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I gotta shout out Izzy Rock, Jim Oh, Izzy, Izzy taking a step back, and uh, we just, we appreciate the years. Hundreds of episodes of support from Gem City Podcast and Izzy Rock. Uh, appreciate everything you've done for us, man, and uh, good luck on your next steps. For sure. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Respect your legends, man. Big Soldier, Big Draco. It's your boy, uh, A Dizzle, man. Stacks on deck, money gang. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I was gonna, going to hit a Yule for you because... You! You had, to, you had to go ahead and ruin it, so we're out. <laughs> <laughs>